0: Welcome to About the Winelands. In this show we will be chatting to influencers and leaders in the wine industry, winemakers, restaurants and other businesses. Tune in every Wednesday and Friday for our latest episodes. You will find us on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast and Apple Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so that you do not miss out. Now to get on with the show. Good day, everyone. Today I'm speaking to Luan Oekamp. Luan is the sales manager at Reachback Wines. Welcome, Luan. Hi, Will. Uh, It's great to be on. Thanks for having us. No, it's my pleasure. Tell us a bit about yourself and um, how you became involved in the wine industry.
1: Yeah, so (laughs) it actually goes back to, to, to the beginning, um, I was born on a farm. My dad's been in the agricultural industry his entire life. Uh, he was a farmer and a winemaker. Um, so, yeah, so I naturally grew up on a farm. And sort of that's, I think that's where the passion actually started. And I always knew I wanted to be in the wine industry. Um, I think just I'm um, now at the moment in sales. Um, I'm at the, in, a, in a different space where I think I would have been. Because I actually initiated, uh, initiate, initiated with winemaking. Um, and viticulture so i started viticulture and enology, um at wellington and went on to sort of follow that path um, then a couple of years back i just decided well i think i'm going to be better suited in sales and uh, about six years ago i actually got into wine sales uh, i never looked back so i think this is where i'm gonna be spending the rest of my life
0: <laughs> have you been um, at reachback from the beginning or, or were you first somewhere else no,
1: actually, I started with Montpellier and Tilbach. Um, okay. It was actually my very first uh, sales. Before that, I was doing, uh, I was doing mainly viticulture, um, yeah, just outside of Paul. Um, and then yeah, I started with Montpellier. I was there for about four years and then joined
0: Richback about two years ago. Awesome. I see Reachback as quite a nice setting with your tasting room and your restaurant there on the water. Can you tell us a bit more about that?
1: Yeah, so obviously, um, I think what, what I'll just, I'd like to give just some background on the farm um, and just we we are. So that would be, awesome. that would be
0: awesome if you can do that, just give us a little bit of history on Ridgeback, absolutely.
1: Yes, yeah. yeah. so basically the farm's been owned by Vernon and Leslie Cole um, since they bought the farm in the late 1990s. So Vinan was born in Wales. Um, He moved down to Africa when he was still very small, and sort of he he spent his entire life in Malawi and the Rhodesia back then, obviously Zimbabwe now. Um, And he was in the tobacco industry, and when he retired, uh, they made a decision to come down to South Africa. um, And that's where he actually decided to, 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 to buy a farm and get involved in South Africa. And initially, when he bought the farm back then, it was mostly a fruit farm, or it was all fruit. Um, so they actually came down and had uh, to make a decision on the future of the farm. Are they going to sort of continue farming fruits, which I think financially would have made it much more sense, or are they going to pull the fruits out and sort of start this, uh, uh, start the vineyards and, and, and go that route? And I think luckily for us, they decided to pull the fruits out. And uh, yeah, uh, pulled out all the fruits. The first vineyards were planted in 1998 um the first wine was made in 2000 and sort of the rest went on from there so uh, i think vernon now if he looks back <laughs> you can see that the, 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 i think um, he came down to south africa to retire but i think uh, starting wine farm is definitely not retirement <laughs> it's probably more work um but yeah I, 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 that's where it all started so i think the the real success came when we actually uh, the very first winemaker we reached back out was kathy marshall Obviously, I think the people listening to this would all know Cathy's. Um, she was the first winemaker at Richback, and the, the very first Shiraz that was made on the farm uh, actually won Plata Five Star, and I think that sort of um, kicked uh, the, the whole winemaking thing in, in, in into Gear at Richback, because that Five Star initiated the building of the cellar, the building of the tasting room, um, and yeah. everything that, 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 that followed. So... Um, the tasting room and the restaurant that we have now at the moment is basically um, in one location. So we've got a nice dam. I think every, anyone who's been to Reachback would, would agree that it's a really nice setting and it's sort of a bit off the beaten path. Um, but we've got a nice dam, dam there with, a, with about uh, 25 different species of waterfowl. Um, so you know, anything from, from geese to ducks to swans, um, and that's sort of the main attraction. And then we've got the, the restaurant and the tasting room built around it. Uh, we've also got uh, a nice piece of grass there with with a platform for 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 the kids so yeah I think it's a it's a it's a it's a really nice venue to visit um and obviously the setting with the dam and uh, the birds and the the is waterfalls really really
0: nice well the story just illustrates you know like i said the five star platter um um started your whole thing and and that really just illustrates that if you from a, you from a sales point of view if you've got a great product it sells itself right yeah,
1: exactly. And I think that's what that's really what we've been focused on. Um, after after Kathy, Kathy left, which back Toy, the current winemaker, a uh, took over from her. Uh, he's actually been with the farm since the inception. Um, he started out as the assistant farm manager. Um, and when Kathy left, he, he went back to Elsenburg, got his um, got got uh, got his the, the degree in in winemaking specifically. Um, and he came back, and he became the one of rich And I think that's that's sort of what we've been pursuing ever since then. Uh, because the, the whole focus for us, as you said, is really um, putting quality over quantity, and and, and really pushing um, what we can do from a tewa perspective and a winemaking perspective on the farm. Um, and I think I think we're going to get to a couple of questions later where we can expand on that. Um, but yeah really really what we focus on is really really um, quality and consistency in
0: oh, we, we can talk about that right now you know your your, your wine philosophy and and um, at reachback and also um give us a little bit of, of of background on some of the wines that you're making
1: so our main focus um i would say it's probably red we we produce more red and we produce
0: white we focused
1: on uh, french uh, border and rome varietals so We've got uh, Cap, Capsave, Cap Frank, um, Merlot, Shiraz, um, and then we obviously use Carnage and Auvergne, um, only for blinks as well, no, no single varietals. Um, all in all, we've got about a portfolio of about 17 different wines. So we've got quite an, quite an extensive portfolio, um, and that's basically subdivided into uh, two different ranges. Uh, the first range is our lifestyle range, which is called Reachback, which is called Lineout, and then the second range is our premium range, obviously, which is called Reachback. Um, and then we've got sort of like the master's range, uh, which is our his master's choice, signature S and signature C, uh, which I think uh, a lot of people would, would would also know about. So, yeah, so our main focus is, is reds. Um, we also do two premium whites as well. Um, and then our biggest focus, I would say, in the white side is Chenin Blanc and Vionier, um, which we do two premium whites from as well. Um, we actually, with the Viognier, last year, or for 2020 was awarded, the, the reunion of the year um, it was also the only the second Viennia five-star um, in the history of platter uh, which was awarded for 2020 so yeah so it's a it, is actually doing very, very
0: well for us at the moment that's awesome tell me Luan um, the name Richback that, that has an interesting history as well Can you tell us a little bit about that
1: yeah so um, the, the name basically comes from the religion Richback dog um, oh, yeah. when uh, Vernon and Leslie came down from 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 Zimbabwe, um, and they started with with this adventure. They actually had to decide on a on a on a brand name, <laughs> um, and I think they, they they brought with them the two reachback dogs, um, which was um, the first one was Rudy and um, Lady, it was the two, two, two initial initial reachback dogs, and sort of the love for the dogs inspired them to to, to actually keep this name reachback and. That's where it started so it's it's actually people always ask um, with the dog on the label, if it's actually direct connotation with with the actual beach dog oh yeah. well, that's awesome so I guess can um yeah so I, I think yeah sorry i just i just wanted to just with 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 obviously with the whole philosophy um j- just to expand a bit on 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 toy's uh philosophy of winemaking, I think what he's really focused on and I think in South Africa um we, we're getting more and more focused on tewa, which is I think important. Um, obviously we we're part of the Greater Paul area um, and we, we 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 fit into that but we've got a really interesting sort of um tewa on, on reach back and, and what we try and do and I think what Toy Tries does with the wines is we really try and make the the best quality wine from our little area. I always tell people that um, at the end of the day is uh, I think everyone knows the analogy that um, if you've got good quality grapes, um, you can make good wine. If you got, if you don't have the quality of the grape thing, obviously, um, you, you, you cannot produce really good wine. So I always say, um, I don't think there's something like a bad wine maker, but people always say a bad wine maker can make good wine. From great grapes, but a great winemaker cannot make good wine from bad grapes. So that's sort of what we we focused on. And to to have Toy as obviously the viticulturist and the winemaker is is really really good because he's always involved since the start with with everything that's going on there. Um, and he's the one sort of pulling everything together. So our focus is really really um, taking what we've got, um, the, the the soil, the um, the, the terroir we've got there, just bring everything together and trying to produce. The best quality and consistency we possibly can so just to give a little bit of insight um we've got mostly um the big part of the farm is set sort of at the foot of the pole mountain so part of of, of the grapes are grown higher up the mountain slopes um, and we've got a big part of it is soils that that got a, that's got a lot of sort of fractured granite that um, obviously granites it's, it's sort of accustomed to to Paul mountain and what it does is, basically, um, it doesn't allow for a lot of water retention. So, um, we've got really, really good concentrated um, red wine um, growing that go, going, going on there. So, everything is really concentrated, everything is really terroir-driven. Um, and then when it gets into the cellar, um, that's where it actually goes to, to, to a completely next level. Um, most of the premium wines that we do uh, spend time in oak, um, so we, we, we do good at wines. Um, but we play around with more second and third full that we used first fall. Well, obviously, that, that's a discussion for another day. But um, as I said, Toys Twist really focused, and his approach to winemaking is what we call a minimalistic approach to winemaking, um, where he tries to guide nature as little, or he, he wants to interfere as little as possible from the growing of the vineyards to the making of the wine to the final product. Um, and that's sort of his philosophy uh, around it. Um, and all across the board, even with with seventeen different wines on the um, on the wine list, um every single product that we produce is really, really quality driven, it's really, really consistency driven. Um, and that's sort of what we want to keep our focus at.
0: that okay. that sounds awesome, you know, um I'd love to um, um, maybe in future talk to um, you guys again about you know we can go into specifics of some wine because I think our listeners would really be interested in that, you know, um, um, it seems that the whole um, industry looks to be going back to basics. Like you said, go back to the soil and you know, the, and nature.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's important. I, I think it's it's the trend of the world. Um, we've recently basically taken out all animal byproducts out of our wine as well. So mm-hmm. um, technically, we've got vegan-friendly wines. We're um, really su- sustainability-focused as well. I think that's just where the whole world is going back to is is how can we be more sustainable um how can we lower our carbon footprint how can we just sort of contribute to 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 obviously doing our part in that um we recently also just for interesting information um last year we completed the solar project um where we basically converted 90 percent of the 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 electricity we use on on for the seller has now been converted and comes from solar um so wow. i don't i don't know how many other uh, states have done that um but we've got basically a 90 plus uh percent from from all the energy that all the electricity we use from the farm
0: comes from solar now
1: um, well, this, and that's sort of just excuse me no
0: no i just i just want to say that's actually awesome
1: yeah so i mean as i said we've really and i think that's that's where people sometimes um i mean we, we're a small producer i think when it comes to size we're probably more Small to medium sized. Um, we only produce about um, probably about one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand bottles a year, um, which is which is not that big. It sounds. I think it sounds like a lot if you're listening to it, but yeah, it's, it's actually not that big. Um, and, and and we really want to try and just yeah, just 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 do the best that we can with with what we what we have. Um, and I think one thing that's really sort of stood out for Reachback, um over the last 10, 15 years has really been the consistency. Um, I personally believe that we've got one of the most consistent winemakers in the country, in Toy. Um, And he's just proving that year after year after year. um, The wines are just doing better and better and better. And I think it is is his whole philosophy, his whole approach to winemaking with this whole minimalistic. uh, We try and use as little sulfites as possible. Um, We we try and
0: intervene as little as
1: possible um, with everything we do. And I think that all just comes together when when you present the final product.
0: Well, the whole thing about sustainability and also the fact that you're, you know, creating your, your own electricity and also the fact that your wines are, you know, not using animal byproducts, which makes it vegan. Um, just, you know, our whole consumer society is, um, um, seems to be changing and your millennials are really, um, you know, the new buyers of the future and they are interested in this type of stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think, well, but I think, it, I think it's everyone's responsibility to, to sort of do their part um in in, in in helping sustainability um i think we all know with global warming and everything that's going on that um, it, it, it's a real issue um i mean if you're looking at the water crisis that we had i think the one positive thing that came out of the water crisis we had a couple of years back is i think people's water consumption habits have completely changed um, and will forever be changed i think the way people see water the way people use water has completely changed and i think uh, with this the sustainability thing and, and just how um, seasons have changed and how things have changed, uh, it's affected the wine industry enormously. Um, so obviously everyone needs to do their part and, and we're just trying to play our part in that. Um, right. But obviously it helps us to produce really, really good wines as well, which is, which is obviously a, a,
0: a good positive. <laughs> well, that's, that's the most important thing, right? Just a quick interruption, but I do need to remind you that we are currently in a very difficult time. The South African government has set up a fund where businesses and individuals can donate to support our country through this crisis. Go to the website now and add your small donation www.solidarityfund.co.za. Please join us all in the fight against COVID 19. That is at www.solidarityfund.co.za. Now, Let's get on with the show. So you guys seem to have a quite a wide international footprint. And could you tell us a bit more about, you know, where your wines are sold internationally, locally, that type of stuff?
1: Yeah, so obviously uh, locally in the major hubs, Western Cape or Greater Cape Town area, Gauteng, uh, Durban, Blue Mountain, um George, most of those areas. But then we also export to about 14 different countries. Um, so we are more... Um, export driven than we are um, nationally driven. Uh, we do about at the moment about sixty five percent, sixty to sixty five percent exports, and then the rest is is obviously for the local market. So, so yeah, I think um, even before I joined, which back um, the the global market has been a real focus point for for, for us. Um, at the moment, we our biggest if I could just 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 give you guys indication. Our, our biggest markets at the moment is Belgium probably. Um, We've got quite a big market in the UK um, and in Germany and in America. Uh, we also do business in China, um, Japan, a couple of the countries at that, that side, and then most of, of of the small European countries as well. So so yeah I mean it, I think I always say you don't want all your eggs in one basket. Um, and I think the more you can diversify in terms of different markets and different economies and different countries, I think the safer it's going to be. Uh, we've all seen sort of in in <laughs> somewhere in the past where uh, you put too much faith or too much trust uh, you put all your eggs in one basket and then uh, the economy goes into recession or something happens or i mean no one knows what, what's going to happen tomorrow so i think that the whole focus with it is to just try and keep uh, keep the wine as safe as possible and just have it spread out as as, as, as,
0: as as most as possible well, I also see you've got a wine
1: club. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, uh, obviously uh, we've got the Richback Wine Club. Um, we we're trying to sort of
0: revitalise the
1: wine club at the moment. Um, I think in the, in an era where there's so many clubs and it's just you, know, you just get bombarded by information if you're a consumer, um, we're really looking at how we can change our wine club to to to, to just be just a, more, a bit more. Um, I would say quality driven and just more focused on on the people that are interested in being part of the reachback wine club um so there is a big push um at the moment we've just got a normal wine club so you can join and then obviously you you, you get um, opted into our newsletters that we send out uh, information that we share from the farm and then you eligible to obviously get discounts when you buy wine um as i said at the moment we are trying to just try and see how we can change things and i think if there's one thing that, that this whole coronavirus um lockdown has, teached, uh, has taught me is yes, that you, know, you need to be innovative and you need to you know, you need to change the way you do things. Like. Well, um, well you never, know, <laughs> you never you know know what's gonna happen.
0: Now that you yeah? mentioned that, I mean this is forcing all of us to rethink our business uh, to rethink our business models, right? So um have, do you have any other changes in mind? I mean, uh, what are your plans? To, yeah, I, I
1: think I think if if you're looking, uh, we are busy. I'm busy working on a couple of things. Uh, I don't want to elaborate on it too much, but uh, we you you have to. I just believe that um, uh, if 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 you're getting complacent, that's where you start dying. But I think, especially in, in this industry, um, it's a big industry, but it's also a small industry. Um, it's 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 so important to to continuously be changing. What you or just, yeah, just, just try and change what you do and how you do things and just try and improve everything that you do. So, we are working on a couple of things. Obviously, the wine clubs are a big focus for us because, in the end of the day, there's a couple of really, really diehard reachback fans out there. And, and we want to generate, we want to get obviously more people to, 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 to buy into back wine. Um, and we want to offer as much as we possibly can um, on that front. So we are working on a couple of things. So I'll, I would say watch space, um, in the space next uh, in the next couple of months. Definitely a few things are going to change. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely cause, talk to uh, you again
0: when, when you. I will definitely talk to you again when your new plans are you know are ready to be shared.
1: Yeah, I think my philosophy when it comes to sales has always been um, per- personal touches is what makes the difference uh, i think it's this one thing that i've learned in life and in, in the wine industry is that you should never underestimate the power of relationships um, and the way i see it is that at the end of the day is there's so so much as i said clutter, out there and there's, there's so much bombardment so if you open up your phone you open up your tablet you open up your computer you're just getting bombarded by information every single day so i always ask myself the question is i mean how can in in, in an era like this where there's so much information out there. How can you um, clarify your, bl- your brand or, or how can you sort of get to people um, just to, to 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 see you in between all of this? And I think the big thing is building relationships and getting people to buy into your brand. And at the, obviously our brand is, is rich the wine. So our whole focus is to really just get people to, to, to buy into our wine, to buy into our story, uh, and to what we do at Reachback, because everything contributes to that. And I think once you've got people that, that 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 sort of see what you are about and you're delivering a good product and they can buy into that, that's where you get people to, to really follow you and consistently follow you. I think um, humans are, are creatures of habit. Um, in, in everything that we do, habit controls our lives most of the time. Um, I take myself, for example, um, I the people that I do business with um, I always got this. I've got the saying: uh, you only do business with people that you know, like, and trust, um, which is very, very important. So, I mean, how do how do we get? Well, my question is always: how do I get someone to to know, reach back, to like us and trust us? Um, and I think to, the knowing part is where marketing obviously comes in, is where you need to get exposure and to get people to to attach to taste your wines or just get exposed to the brand to like it. Is then obviously the whole packaging and your story and what you stand for, um, and like. with, what we're doing with sustainability and what we're doing with with with, with that part of it and the water driven wines, i mean, the trusting part i think comes with quality wine and vintage after vintage year after year and the more we can deliver on that the more we can get people to, to to buy into the brand and to continuously support it and that's sort of where we want to go um because i think as i said there's so much wine clubs there's so much um going on out there and uh, my question is always, how are we going to get people to just to into what we do? I think that's like sort of the steps that I'm trying to follow and, and just to, 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 to work on
0: that and just better that, if it, if it makes sense. Sounds awesome. Now, at some point, you know, guests will be able to come and visit you guys again. I see you guys have a guest house. So just give us a, tell us a quickly about your guest house and what, what guests can expect.
1: Yeah, so the guest house was actually part of the original manor um on the farm um which has been turned into a guest house now so we've got a, a, a bed and breakfast um we've got basically six six rooms um really nice really sort of old school um, really good service that we give there um, and it's a nice setting i think where we set it sort of between the Cape of Wienlands, just outside of call close to Wellington, close to swartland um, very close to the n1 um, and to all the other parts as well. So it's, it's a really nice setting. Um, it's in between the vineyard so you get a really nice view there. Um, and then obviously, as I said, just, you know, we, we try and really uh, push on, on, on the service side of it. Um, the guest house has got a really nice feel to it. Um, it's sort of got this old Cape Dutch feel to it, but also a very modern um, feel to it as well. So we, we, as I said, we're just trying to improve on that as well. Um, it's always interesting to see uh, People decide where they're going to stay and, 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 and what they're going to choose when, they, when they're deciding. But at the moment, the guest art is, 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 is doing good and, and people are enjoying getting really good feedback. And there's obviously a nice, nice to have as well when we have international guests visiting us nice to come and stay there and you know, just experience the full form.
0: That's amazing. So, Luan, what's the most important thing that you've personally learned from your own wine journey?
1: That's uh, interesting. I, um, I mean, I've been in the wine industry, I didn't mention it before, but I've, I've been in the wine industry, as I said, my entire life. Uh, physically been a part of it for more than uh, 10 years now. Um, uh, and it's, 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 been, it's been a journey. And I think um, I always say the best is yet to come. Um, but my old philosophy, and I've, I've, I think if I've got like one motto, um, it's that a house of greatness is built upon, upon a foundation of sacrifice. And I think, as in anything in life, um, being in this industry uh, requires uh, a, a lot of sacrifice. Um, it requires you to, to 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 more than not give more than you you take. Uh, and I think in life, I mean, it's, it's the same in life as well. So, um, I mean, I've really learned persistence. Um, I've really learned sacrifice in this industry, uh, not not in a negative way, obviously, all in a, in a good way. Um, and you always get the reward for it. Um I think sometimes, especially when you start traveling internationally um you you you, you get accustomed to um uh, with 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 sales i mean i've 've traveled to certain places and you get there and then the deal that that was on the table that that should have just been a, a, a easy put through you get there and you travel halfway across the world and then all of a sudden the deal falls through the through, um, just falls through and it doesn 't go through and I think there's a lot of um, discouragement and there's a lot of um there's a lot of difficulty in that but uh, it's 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 also a part of the life journey. And I think as with anything, if you want to achieve something great, you need to you need to work hard, you need to sacrifice, um, you need to be consistent. Um and I think that's what's gonna be true. So yeah, I mean I think if there's something about i learned it's just to, to 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 really persist, um, to really push hard, to, to know when to push, to know when not to push. Um and especially in this industry, it's just your relationships. Uh, um, I think if there's, there's one thing that's that's sort of like the hidden treasure of the wine industry, I think well, probably in, in industry, but but especially with our industry, it's just really relationships. Um, and if, if there's one thing that I've learned is that you, you cannot go far alone. Um, you need people around you. You need um, customers. You need importers. You need uh, people around you to 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 give you advice and to and to to help you on this journey. And I think if you can build strong relationships and if you can sort of really focus on that, um, it's something that's going to see you through on the long run. And obviously, we don't want to just be around for one or two or three years. Um, we want to be in this for the next 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Um, and really just 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 growing that. And I think if you look at the brands that's that's now sort of household established brands in South Africa, um, those are all brands that went through, through, through sort of the same thing. They've just always been there. They've always been persisting. They've always been pushing. Um, and now they the household brands. So that's what that's one thing if I can if I can sum it up. That's what I've really learned. Amazing.
0: So can you give well, us? Shut.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. No. It's just I mean it's such a fun industry to be a part of. I mean I think a lot of everyone everyone wants to love what they do, but I think the wine industry is just such a great industry to be a part of. And um, even with with all the struggle with all the difficulties, I think um, it's always sort of a silver lining. Um, uh, it's just a phenomenal bunch of people in the wine industry, especially in South Africa. Um, and I mean, internationally, at the moment, the whole brand South Africa has really changed in the last couple of years. Um, there's really a lot going on behind the scenes. and I mean, I can just say it's a really exciting time to, to be a part of the South African wine industry. Um, well, and I think it's just going to get better and better and better. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a really great industry to be a part of. But
0: well, it's awesome that you can love what you do. Can you give us your, um, your very own or your favorite wine court?
1: My favorite,
0: my favorite <laughs> wine quote,
1: <laughs> yeah, as I said, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I do really, uh, I don't really have a wine quote, but as I say, just, just like my, 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 my favorite quote is just going back to, uh, uh, house of greatness is called the plan of foundation of sacrifice. I, I like that a lot.
0: The one it has been yeah,
1: a that's like yep. my personal personal quote so but yeah i
0: think there's a lot of wine quotes up there but i don't, I don't want to use something generic <laughs> <laughs> well i i, I like i like your philosophy there do tell me um you uh, uh i mean it's been a pleasure talking to you if people want to get a hold of you and want to get um hold of reach back where did they find you
1: yeah so we obviously um we're on facebook uh you can search for us at reachback wines and gasthaus um we're on twitter um, at Richback Wines, um, and then we're also on instagram you can search for us there just um, at the Richback Wines. Um, and then obviously we've got a website www.richbackwines.co.za um, you can visit us there and then if people want to get more personal they can email me directly if they want to get in touch uh, my email address is sales at richback.co.za so i'm always open to take email addresses after uh, to, to, to to take emails so please get in contact with us but yeah otherwise i would just encourage anyone that's 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 interested to please come and visit the farm um i think if you go on a website or you follow social media it's it's not the same as coming there to physically experience um to get experience on the farm to come and taste the wine there to come and experience the atmosphere to see the ducks to meet the staff um, and just have a first-hand experience i would always encourage people to come out and visit the farm Uh, we situated just outside of paul in a a little area called vind um, so, on, if, you, if you're driving on the R44 from the M1 going to Wellington, uh, just across from the road from Vintmill Cellar, uh, you turn right on your way to Poland, then literally 100 meters down the road, you turn right again. you are right there in so you can find us
0: there. That's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate the time you've taken and um, I'm really um, looking forward to maybe talking to you again in the future and, of course, visiting your farm and good luck with the rest of your lockdown
1: yeah please i mean i would be really interested um i think yeah there's so much more to be said uh, uh, really i mean i don't go into much detail but just uh, yeah just the whole making philosophy and, and, and really what we're trying to to try and achieve on the farm um we can even uh, in a couple of if we're going to do it later in the year maybe a toy to join in and obviously you can you can share his insights um but yeah thank you so much for having me um, been great and um, as i said we just encourage people to please try try to reach back wines um, i really believe we've, we've got probably one of the most consistent portfolios in the country at the moment uh, the wines are spectacular there's a lot of option available um, and it's just really really good high quality wine
0: thank you for supporting our show if you would like to get more exposure for your business please have a look at our sponsorship options thanks again for supporting about the Winelands. Please follow us on YouTube and on our social media channels. All details and links are in the description.